It's time for Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz Pfister, the REMAX professional who makes buying and selling easy. This is Springfield's only live call-in real estate show, answering your questions and educating you so you can make a better decision. Call 629-7970 with your questions. Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz Pfister from REMAX Professionals on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's news and talk. Stock Real Estate Program number 1,469. Now, today we're going to take a look at the current activity in the marketplace. This is the only place you can come and get the most current and accurate data about your very own local real estate market and accurate advice when you're buying or selling a home. Uh, the subdivision of the weekend, the subdivision, we're going to go out to Athens uh, to see how they performed in 2023 compared to 2022. And following our weekly observations, you can certainly call at 217-629-7970 with your questions. If I may please remind you, the opinions expressed on Let's Talk Real Estate are solely mine. They're not necessarily those of sponsors of sponsors or of REMAX professionals, REMAX International, or the Capital Area Realtors. You know, I'm a licensed real estate broker. I don't own REMAX. I'm not an attorney at law, a tax expert, or a financial planner. So the opinions expressed in the stories I share are those of a real estate broker serving the Springfield area and families just like yours as a full-time realtor since 1987. And I look forward to serving you. Say good morning to my sister Mindy out in Cumberland, Maryland, my son Sam down in Nashville, Tennessee, my son Josh, his wife Ashley, and my grandkids Kenzie and Weston in North Carolina. Sponsors this half hour of the program, Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store that will brighten up your lifestyle. Writings Plumbing. When you have a plumbing problem, it's Writings to the rescue. Slab Jackers Construction. When your concrete has that sinking feeling, well, get all jacked up with slab jackers. It's time for our weekly observations being brought to you by Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street frontage road. Spring is in the air. It hit this week, and we're going to cool off a little bit. But uh, from what I see, uh, temperatures are going to be... Uh, slightly above normal. So that's a good time to go out and shop for that new patio furniture, uh, the, that new grill that you're looking for. 
top of the end, gas grills, uh, Napoleons, Weber's, you name it, they've got it. The smokers, oh my gosh, they've got them all from the big green egg to the pellet uh, smokers. And everything that you need to make an enjoyable outdoor uh, cooking event for you and your family and your friends coming this spring soon. Come on, spring. I'm all ready for it. And Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, they're ready too. Stop on by and tell them hello from Fritz on Let's Talk Real Estate. Well, here's your weekly observations for this February the 10th, 2024. And it's titled, Activity Picks Up with the Nicer Weather. Well, regular listeners to Let's Talk Real Estate know that the kickoff to the spring housing market usually begins around Valentine's Day. And it's usually in full bloom by St. Patrick's Day now, isn't it? With the warmer than usual weather this past week, the number of homes going under contract at 66 were the most since the first week of November. The number of new listings didn't pick up, though. They uh, fell to 37 from 64 the preceding week. You know, that slowed down the increasing number of homes that were building in the inventory. And uh, we ended the week with 244 homes available for sale on the MLS, up slightly from last year on this date uh, from 238. And in Sangamon County, there's 147 homes for sale. And that's up slightly from last year as well, uh, where we had 133. You know, good weather gets more people out looking for homes. However, not as many as lower interest rates do. As reported here last week, the Fed may not lower interest rates in March as predicted earlier by all the talking head experts. Yep, that was confirmed by Chairman Powell this week. From the Hill uh, this week, titled Powell, the U.S. is on an unsustainable fiscal path. Well, from that article in part, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said the United States is on an unsustainable fiscal path in a 60 Minutes interview with Scott Pelley released Sunday. The U.S. federal government's on an unsustainable fiscal path, and that just means that the debt is growing faster than the economy. So it is unsustainable. I don't think that's at all controversial, Powell said, when asked if the national debt is a danger to the economy. The U.S. national debt topped $34 trillion for the first time ever in early January, just over three months after surpassing the $33 trillion mark, according to data released by the U.S. Treasury. Top Fed officials have signaled rate cuts on the horizon in 2024, but declined to cut rates following the January meeting last Wednesday, as expected. What was less expected was Powell's suggestion that March rate cuts were off the table at a press conference following the announcement, a position he doubled down on during the 60 Minutes interview. I would say, and I did say yesterday, that I think it's not likely that this committee will reach that level of confidence in time for the March meeting, which is just seven weeks away. The kinds of things that would make us want to move sooner would be if we saw weakness in the labor market or if we saw inflation really persuasively coming down. Close quote. So we had a strong jobs report and, and uh, inflation is still running at 3.4%. We don't know what it is in January yet, but that was... Uh, a lot higher than the 2% mark that they've set. 
And based on Powell's remarks, it sure looks like interest rates at the Fed will be held steady. That would mean if there will be any rate cuts, they wouldn't happen until May or June toward the end of the spring market, now would it? This means demand won't be interest rate driven, but will come from organic demand, such as job growth, transferees coming into our locale, and first-time home buyers. Well, <clears throat> my question is, is will that be enough to begin a true recovery in the housing market. Closed home sales continue to run at a 13-year low. In fact, the number of closed sales reported this week were an anemic 31 following the preceding week's 37. You know, of note, well, at least it stood out to this stats nerd, was only nine of those closed sold at or above asking price falling below 30% of closed sales for the first time since I began tracking this in March of 2021. Of those nine closed, two of them sold above final asking price, but below original asking price. From November through most of January, 20% of listed properties had to lower their asking price before getting offers. That's not unusual for a winter market. However, it is unusual at this time of record low numbers of homes for sale going back to 2021. This may be an indicator that demand may not be as strong as perceived or, and more likely, I think, buyers' attitudes have changed and they're not jumping to purchase a home priced high just to get a home purchased as was the common practice of buyers the past three years. Regardless, the weather is helping, and so are interest rates holding steady. Six and a half percent money, still good money, folks. My advice uh, to buyers not to wait for rates to come down to begin looking appears to be prescient. Waiting as prices are continuing to climb as interest rates hold steady could be a mistake. This past week, the most people since November decided not to wait and wrote offers on homes that were accepted. Granted, there were only 66 listings going under contract. However, that gives us hope we may be heading back to more normal activity where 100 or more go under contract during a week in the spring and summer. The last time there were 100 or more listings go under contract in a week was in September of 2021. During normal spring and summer markets, there would be around a dozen weeks with at least 100 home sales a week. Let's see if this momentum from this week carries forward into the spring. And let's see if the weather continues to be mild for February. You know, I'll take both. I bet you would too. Tune back in here next Saturday and you'll know. And that's this week's Weekly Observations. Uh, my wife, Christy, and I and Amy Mason on the Fister Success Team hope that you have a wonderful week. And if you're thinking about buying or selling a home or both, give Fritz a call at 652-SOLD. Call me. I would love to meet you and help you develop a plan on getting that home sold or purchased as it may be and uh, help you as I have so many other families. My phone number, once again, 652-7653. 652-SOLD. And that's this week's observations. Well, let's see here. 
you know, it is back to the basics for the sellers. And I say that there's a three-step process you can follow to have success. One, call Fritz. Two, follow Fritz's advice. Three, start packing. <laughs> I'm not all tongue-in-cheek on that, quite honestly. But uh, we have uh, completed our uh, Home Seller's Guide for 2024. And if you would like a uh, copy of Fritz Fister's Home Seller's Guide, uh, it's accumulation of uh, th nearly 37 years of experience. So I'll celebrate my 37th anniversary in the business as a full-time real estate uh, agent on March 1st. That's not too far away now. And launch into our 38th year. But accumulation of all that experience to help you in these uncertain times. Call me, and I'll be happy to uh, email you a free home seller's guide. You can call Fritz at 652-SOLD, or you can email fritz at springfieldhome.com. Springfieldhome.com. All one word, no S on home, or you go down to Springfield, Missouri. And we'll be happy to send you that seller's guide. There's no obligation, and I don't bug you. I'm not one of those agents that you contact me, and then I send you something. I'm not bugging you all the time. I'm ready when you're ready. You call me and I'll be there to serve you. You know, but it's back to the basics for the sellers because I look at these prices that uh, some of these adjustments, you know, I saw one that closed this week that ended up selling for over $150,000 less than they actually started their uh, list price at. And it took them quite a while to get sold too. That's kind of a one-off, I guess, maybe, but a lot of houses... Uh, these sellers are needing to adjust their price. And guess what? That's smart. Nobody can tell you who's in the market at any given time. Now, can they? Who's qualified? Who's not? What are they willing to pay for a home? What's their attitude now? We really wore buyers out over the last three years when buyers were having to go in and bid against six, seven, or more uh, different sets of competing home buyers. Oh, how frustrating that was for those folks. I had numerous clients where I had to pull the reins back on them because they were priced high to begin with, and due to the low inventory, they liked the home, but they, I didn't want them to get buried without a tombstone. Because it's really simple. If you buy an overpriced home today, someday you're going to have to sell an overpriced home. And I had numerous clients that we offered over asking price numerous times and didn't get the property. And I remember one where uh, we were the second highest bidder and the, and the people that beat them beat them by $40,000. So those people... Really went thirty nine thousand more than they should have. I guess if money's not an object to you, and you really want the home, it's your money. You can spend it any way you want, and that's fine. However, uh, I I advise my buyer clients on what I believe the value of the home is in today's market, and where I think uh, it's headed based upon the home and based upon the the uh, location. Uh, what's the history of that location? Is it going up? Is it going down? Is it staying level that's important information to have isn't it if you're a home buyer oh, i certainly think it is oh the phone lines are open at 629-7970 uh, if you have any questions uh, this morning i'll be happy to see if the phone lines are working today uh, but the three things that really cause a home to get sold are the price 
the condition, and the marketing plan. Now, the better the condition, the higher the price, and the faster you will sell. There's no question about that. Now, I'm happy to come out and visit with you and go room by room and share with you what I would do, what I wouldn't do. You tell me what you're planning on doing, and I will share with you whether that's a good investment of your time and money or whether it's not. Happy to do that. I do that with all my clients. But something else that I think uh, may start coming back into vogue is the home warranty. Because as we see 20% of the sellers now lowering their price in order to get an offer, what if they would have been offering a home warranty? If you have mechanicals in the home, a furnace, an air conditioner, appliances, anything mechanical in the home that's getting a lot of age to it, especially expensive items like furnaces and air conditioners. If they're seven years or older, I would offer a home warranty to that home buyer because if they narrow down that purchase between your home and another home that's not offering a home warranty, that may be just enough. might not be, but it may be just enough to push them over into writing an offer on your home. And then something that's never fallen out of vogue, which I highly recommend, is the home inspection. I absolutely recommend that you have the home pre-inspected by a licensed home inspector uh, to share with the buyers. Look, we care enough that we had it, already had it inspected. Here's the condition of the property. Here are the items that we fixed, if you have any that needed fixed or the ones you wanted to fix and the items that you didn't want to because a lot of these things that come up on a home inspection report are quite honestly just maintenance items. It's nothing that needs to be replaced or repaired. It's just giving notice to the prospective buyer that keep an eye on this thing. It's, you know, going to probably need some work down the road. Well, they're buying it for what it is now. And the beauty of having that pre-inspection done is uh, once you deliver that to the buyer and you share with them uh, the condition of the home, anything that's in that report uh, based upon our MLS contracts, uh, is the buyer uh, can't request it to be repaired if you disclosed it to them before they wrote the contract. So that uh, saves you uh, getting nickeled and dimed over really tiny stuff that people like to make mountains out of the molehill mountain syndrome so you don't want you don't want to do that so in addition to pricing it correctly and how do you price it correctly you call an experienced professional that knows values that knows neighborhoods and can share with you where the value is and why and why and the condition Get that home in as good a condition as you possibly can. Visit with your real estate broker. Go over the items in the home that are worthwhile doing. And then the marketing plan. Hire an experienced agent with a track record of success and uh, you're on your way. Or you can avoid all that work by simply following the three-step plan. Call Fritz. Follow Fritz's advice. 
Start packing. And uh, that uh, was brought to you by our friends at Writings Plumbing. Give John Writings a call at 544-6890 if you're having any plumbing issues in your home. And don't forget, if you're having that big Super Bowl party and all of a sudden you've got a plumbing emergency, Writings Plumbing has 24 hours emergency service. Writings Plumbing, Writings to the Rescue, 544-6890. Now, I want to... Any uh, contractors listening, any electricians, HVAC contractors uh, out there, I want to bring to your attention on Thursday, February the 22nd. That's not too far from now, is it? Uh, the uh, Springfield Area Home Builders Association is hosting a Dirty Boots Luncheon. Uh, area Home Builders and Inspectors uh, Roundtable. Uh, so you can come out and meet with these uh, inspectors we are very blessed to have some really great local governments uh, we're we're going to have the building inspectors from springfield rochester chatham and sangamon county there you can come on in get yourself a free lunch and uh, ask your questions of these inspectors and see what's coming down the road and as people try to pass new rules and regulations on you they want to hear your input we actually have people in local government who care. How about those apples? And that's going to be at uh, 1130 to 1230 uh, at the United Community Bank Community Room at 1900 West Isles. And if you didn't get all the details, give me a call. Fritz at SpringfieldHome.com. I'd be happy to get you the information on the Dirty Boots Luncheon on February 22nd from 1130 to 1230 at UCB on Isles. Just show up. I don't care. I think it'd be very beneficial for both the inspectors and the contractors and tradesmen of our community. And that message was brought to you by one of the finer tradesmen of our community, Slabjackers Construction. You give old Chuck a call. You give him a call at 787-8252, and old Chuck will come out, and he'll raise that concrete up if it's sinking around your house anywhere at a fraction of the cost to replace it. Not a nicer guy in the world than old Chuck. Get on their list. It looks like he's going to have an early spring, and away we go. Slabjackers Construction, 787-8252. We're going to take a break for the news. And when we return in the next half hour of the program, we're going to have the market update, the interest rate update, and we're going to have our subdivision of the week. Back to Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz Fister from REMAX Professionals on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome back to the second half hour of Let's Talk Real Estate, program number 1,469. That's a lot of Saturdays, but I'm happy to be here and to share the information that I hope is and pray is beneficial to you and useful to you as you uh, enter the real estate market to purchase or sell a home. 1,469 Saturdays. That's what, over three years of Saturdays. <laughs> How about those apples? Let's thank our sponsors this half hour of the program, shall we? Hillier Storage and Moving, Springfield's oldest and best allied van lines agent, moving the things you love. Bacon, termite, and pest control, they don't bug you. Just the critters in your home. Williams Roofing and Construction, the company with your roofing solution since 1985, your exclusive RoofMax dealer. What a great product that is. Well, it's time for our market update. 
being brought to you by Bacon Termite and Pest Control. 544-7566. Give Kathy a call. Nice family-owned business here locally. I've been using bacon, I don't know what, 20 years? I don't know. Just too many years gone by. I never think anybody else. It's always called Bacon's. I turn in a purchase contract. The closing officer says, who do you want me to order the termite through? Bacon? I go, yes. And then we're on our way. If I trust Bacon, you can too. Give Kathy a call, 544-7566. Have them inspect the home that you're purchasing. You want to make sure that you don't have any unwelcome guests, if you know what I mean. Okay, what's going on in the market? Well, last week I gave you the January home sales report, and I told you the numbers might change a little bit, but the sold and closed did not change. 117, they finished down 12% uh, from a year ago, January, and tied for the lowest on record for a January. Sold pendings, however, did uh, they dropped one off somehow or another. There was only 147. That was down 22.6% from last January. And then the new listings, they found a few more, and they're up to 164 for the month, down 7.9% from the year earlier. And the real kicker is the median sale price did not change. It's $190,000, up 31% January of this year over January of last year. Incredible. But you know, that's not on very many sales. So I guess we just closed out a lot of higher priced homes would be my take on that. Uh, so I wanted to bring you up to speed on the on the current status of that. Let me get back to my other big old pad here. And I want to share with you that right now, the way it stands right now, we're only down 20 home sales in the uh, MLS uh, year to date, uh, down 8.1%. The Sangamon County numbers are down 19, down 11.7%. Now, we did improve quite a bit this week because of the 66 homes that went under contract and the... Uh, a number of listings currently reported under contract of 293 in the MLS are only down 19.5%. So finally fell below that 20% mark. And in Sangamon County, it's even better. The 199 uh, were only down 13.5% from last year on this date. So we're making strides uh, in the MLS. I think one of the reasons we had uh, 67 uh, new or 64 new listings the previous week and only 37 this week. So I think a lot of those 66 uh Endings were probably a lot of those 64 that was listed the week before. So we only had 37 this past week. That doesn't bode well for sales pendings going forward for this week anyway. We'll see. There's still 244 available in the MLS and 147 in Sangamon County. And actually, that's the highest uh, we've had in uh, three years. 133 last year and 138 two years ago in Sangamon County. So we're up 10.5%, even though we had an extremely weak of uh, adding new listings to the inventory. So if you're thinking about buying or selling, don't forget you can call Fritz at 652-SOLD. And we'll be happy to email you a Fritz Fister home seller guide uh, at uh, it's free and there's no obligation absolutely not and if you are thinking about uh, if you are going to be selling I should say uh, call Fritz 652 sold 6527653 remember the three-step selling process call Fritz follow Fritz's advice start packing all right time for our Interest. Oh, before we get on to that, I want to mention to you that uh, there's, uh, you know, with the low inventory and everything, there's a lot of people that try to sell by owner uh, a lot. And uh, 
it's kind of understandable with the low inventory and all. Uh, and, and a lot of them end up listing as well. Uh, last year, I think the, I shared with you that uh, only 9% of the sales uh, were uh, by owner directly uh, to uh, a buyer without a, uh, without a real estate agent involved. I, but to those people, uh, and if you can get your home sold, hey, hats off. You're happy. If the buyer's happy, hey, that's all that matters, right? But this I do want to share with you. I love you like my brother. But if you use our MLS contract and there's not a realtor involved, that is copyright infringement. If I catch any mortgage lender, title company, anybody who can get their hands on an MLS contract and you use that and there's not a realtor involved, that is copyright infringement. I've spent 37, 38 years now paying my dues. I actually served on the committee to write those contracts. It happens every year. We review, we update, we've worked like dogs to do that. We've spent hundreds of thousands, if not over a million dollars, on developing a contract over time. And it is just not fair, and it is illegal. And we will, or at least I will, see that you get charged with copyright infringement. Now, I don't know what the penalty is. I forget what it is. I think I heard a while back it was like a $10,000 fine. And I don't want to be a bad guy, but I don't also want you stepping on everything that I've done over the last 37, going on 38 years. And uh, everybody else in this MLS, these rotors work hard. They work hard, long hours. They work when you don't work, so they're working all kinds of weird hours. They support the community. They are some of the most philanthropic, wonderful people you'll ever want to meet, and to take advantage of them is just not right, and I won't stand for it. So there I end by a little bit of a lesson for today. Don't use the MLS contract unless there's a realtor involved, period. Okay, moving along to the interest rates. Brought to you by our friends at Hillier Storage and Moving, moving the things you love. Give Tom Swift a call at 525-8550. Don't forget, Hillier Storage and Moving. Hillier has 100,000 square feet of storage space. If you need storage space, call Hillier. They also do records storage management. They also move businesses. We've seen a lot of businesses that have downsized when we discovered that not everybody has to work at the office. And so you call Hillier for that move. And then there's some that find that they're much more efficient and productive from larger office spaces. And they're moving into a bigger office. Call Hillier Storage and Moving. Tom Swift, 525-8550. And anybody that's selling your home and making a move, whether it's across town, across state, across the country, Hillier is an Allied Van Lines agent. Give them a call, and they'll take care of your every want and need. What's going on with the interest rates? Well, they're going to hold steady, it looks like. They might go up and down a little bit. They almost got back up to 7% again, but they've inched back down the 30-year... Conventional is now 6.825, so it's still below 7%. Uh, 
The 15-year conventional is at 6.5%. Now, last week, I asked my veteran brothers and sisters out there, get with the program. I, we haven't seen 5.75% in two years. Well, it's now 6.124%. So you snooze, you lose. And don't snooze on 6.124. That's almost three-quarters of a point below the conventional loan. So you're still getting quite a deal. And then the FHA first-time homebuyers, they went from 5625 to 6%. We're going to see this uh, interest rate market just kind of fluctuate around because, like I said last week, good news is bad news. The good news was is that there was 353,000 jobs created purportedly. You see, that's what really confuses me. Uh, the... Household survey said there were 31,000 jobs lost. The establishment survey at the BLS said there was 353,000 jobs added. The ADP, who counts payrolls, said there was 107,000. So not, it doesn't make any sense. That's a pretty big spread. I don't understand the difference, but we'll take it. The one thing we do know, part-time jobs made up the entirety of the 353,000 jobs as Full-time jobs were in the red again for the second straight month. And jobs are going to become more and more critical going forward in this marketplace uh, because uh, we know that the interest rates aren't going to go down. Well, at least we don't think they will. Like I said, uh, interest rates are like your teenage uh, child. You know what they're supposed to do. You never can tell what they're going to do. So when in November, when they, oh, everybody was doing a happy dance, inflation's down to three percent, and then it, or three point one percent, and then it jumped up to three point four percent in December, and that caused the old uh, Federal Reserve to dig their heels in a little bit and say, hey, maybe we jumped the gun, saying we would lower rates, and they probably did. And then, in not such good news, I read an article this week about diesel fuel is on the verge of spiking back up again. And that wouldn't be a good thing because diesel, I mean, energy just drives inflation. If it goes up, everything that gets delivered on wheels, which is everything from your food and everything else, goes up along with it. So your interest rates are really great. Remember the 50-year average for the 30-year conventional mortgage is 8% you're still historically ahead of the game and by quite a bit. 6.825 is a good rate. I would not wait. What does Fritz say? You date the rate. You marry the home because you can always refinance if they come back down. My biggest concern in all of this is uh, we need inventory and we have a significant number of families who refinanced their home during the COVID craze between 2 and 3% on a 30-year mortgage. We're never going to see those rates again, I don't believe. I hope I'm wrong. I'd be happy to see them again. But I don't think it's going to happen. Just don't see how it could possibly happen. So you get in there at 6.875, or eight six point eight two five, excuse me. And if in three or four years <clears throat> the rates come down, you can refinance. Excuse me a second. I got to take a little bit of a drink here. Thanks for waiting. 
I had a little frog in my throat here. So if rates don't go down below 5%, I just don't see how these people that have 2 and 3% mortgages are going to make a move unless they absolutely have to. And the old have-tos are death, divorce, lost their job, getting transferred. That's your have-to market on the seller side of the ledger. So your interest rate's 6.5% on a 15-year conventional, 6.825 on a 30-year conventional, 6% on an FHA. That's 30 years as well. VA, 6.124%. Thanks to Hillier Storage and Moving for bringing you the interest rates every week. And you can thank them by calling them when you make your next move. <laughs> You'll be glad you did. I know the Fister family has. Okay, now we're going to move along to uh, our friends out in Athens. Wonder how that Athens market performed, huh? Well... First, I got to tell you that bringing you the subdivision of the week are our friends at Williams Roofing and Construction. 636-8071. You call Ted or Ryan, either one at that number, and get yourself scheduled for a RoofMax treatment. The RoofMax is a soy compound that after they go up on that roof, reset the nails, check all the flashing, make sure everything's good to go. They revitalize all those asphalt shingles that have lost or have lost granules and are going to lose more granules, seals them in there, makes them pliable again. They reseat to the roof. If they were curling, they sink back down. It looks 100% better, and it gets you a five-year guarantee, and it costs 20 to 25% of the cost of a new roof. Now, that's uh, a godsend, in my opinion, to those families who are on fixed incomes, and they can't afford a $25,000 roof, but they can afford a $5,000 roof max. That'll buy them five more years, and hopefully their financial situation improves where they can uh, afford to have a new roof put on. But well, I'll tell you, our friends at, uh, at uh, Williams Roofing and Construction, just great guys. Ted and Ryan Williams, they're not related. But they're both Williams boys. And I just kind of like, uh, oh, the, the old kind of Tennessee Ernie Williams, Hank Williams, uh, and then, the, oh, the gentle giant. What was his name? At any rate, 636-8071. Uh, uh, give them a call. Okay, Athens. Athens is right up Route 29. Well, we went to Sherman, and then we went up to Williamsville. I figured we'd just shoot on a little bit northwest there and run into old Athens and see how they're doing. How many homes do you suppose are on the market in Athens right now? You got a guess? One. <laughs> and it's listed for $405,000, and it's been on the market 276 days. But don't read too much into that. It's brand new construction. I read in the remarks this morning drywall starting on February 20th. So it's not even a complete home yet. They put it out there early, hoping to get a buyer before they got it finished. And that's, a lot of builders do that. When I uh, list new construction, I don't recommend to my, my builder clients to list it until the drywall starts. Because a lot of people look at those days on the market and go, Weesh, I wonder what's wrong with that house. When there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It just was listed before it was even a house. So there's one house available for 405000 It's out there north of Country Lake. Uh, there are currently five homes under contract in Athens. 
The median list price of a home under contract, $169,900. Now, they averaged 54 days on the market. In the MLS last year, the average was 23 days. So that's showing you, taking a little bit longer to get sold now. Starting to edge back towards normal. A lot of home sellers will go into shock who list their house and have 17 offers in one day. Don't be counting on that anymore. So you've got those five under contract, one on the market. In 2023, there were 38 homes sold and closed in Athens. $165,000 was the median sale price. 21 days on the market. See, two days less than the market MLS average last year. Yeah. But that's down 14 sales or 27% from 32 that were sold and closed in 2022. And the median sale price in 2022 is $169,950. So prices were down $4,950 or down 2.9% in Athens last year compared to 2022. And there were 52 home sales in 2022. So things are starting to level out. I'm telling you, we go back and we look. Williamsville, the median sale price was down 24000 but there was only 15 sales. And then we have our friends out in Sherman. Home sales were down 38%. When we were in Rochester, home sales were down 39%. In Chatham, home sales were down 15.2%. And in the big dog city of Springfield, the number of closed home sales was down 14.6%. It was all due primarily to the lack of inventory. So I think we'll probably just scoot right on over 123 and run ourselves into Petersburg next week. What do you think? Since we went to Athens this week. I think that's what I'll do. So anybody that lives out in Petersburg, if you'd like to know what's going on in your market, tune in to Let's Talk Real Estate at... Uh, 10 o'clock next Saturday morning, and we'll have Petersburg as the subdivision of the week. Hello, you're on Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz. Hey, Fritz. Hey, Brian, hey, how are you, you today? I know you play Dirk Smentley going in and out, but uh, rest in peace to the big dog, Toby Keith. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He was a great guy, uh, and because uh, you mentioned veterans, and uh, his father was a veteran, obviously, and... Uh, he he is one of the one of, one of the as far as inter, entertainment and anything that visited the troops in Afghanistan and uh, Iraq. Iraq. Yeah, he went over like two hundred and eight times. He performed in front of one hundred seventy five thousand troops. The man was a true blue patriot, God, family, and country, and uh, we should all try to live up to his standards. And he was a great family. He was a great man, family man. I, I'm glad you did, Brian. Uh, I've already been thinking about it for the Fourth of July when I do my Fourth of July special and my Veterans Day special this year. Old Toby's going to be the headliner. I'll guarantee you that. Brian, you have a great He's day well and, and have a uh, have a great weekend. We'll see you. Okay. Well. We're running out of time today. Once again, call Fritz at 652-SOLD if you're going to be selling a home. And if you would like a free Fritz Fister Home Seller Guide, we can email that to you. You can review it. 
See if you think we qualify to at least interview for the job. We'd be happy to do that. But uh, we just hope that you all have a great week. God bless you all. God bless our first responders. God bless our police officers. God bless our troops serving around the world in harm's way with the current military and commander-in-chief leadership that we suffer today. God watch over those troops. And above all, God bless America.